Welcome to the Mindful Conversations Over Coffee podcast. Join us as your hosts, Ron and Thomas, share their experiences through the path that is mindful leadership. Grow your own skill sets through tools and suggestions, along with goofy humor and philosophy. There is always some good stuff served up fresh for your listening pleasure. Here's Ron. Thomas, here we are again. Yes, are indeed, you? Ron. <laughs> Doing well. How are things? Things are good. Cool. Cool. Summer is chugging along here in uh, middle middle of August. Yes, and I, I don't have air conditioning in my car, oh, so it's yes. a hot day today. It, it is a little warm. It is a little warm. So, um, hi everybody. Welcome uh, welcome back to the podcast uh, for uh, for this month. Um, just a couple things that are going on. A um, we've added about a hundred people to our newsletter. Woohoo! That's newsletter good. Since the last time, we think so. This is fantastic. Very cool. Um, our our listener base has gone up by six people. Exponentially, that, <laughs> according to statistics, that's what, like a 20% increase? Well, it is. I mean, it's, it's went from 33 to uh, 39, so whatever percentage increase that is. So Good thank enough. you. Thank you for uh, all our new listeners here. This is fantastic. Welcome aboard, folks. Yeah. And um, a bit, bit of work. I've released the third iteration of the Mindful Leaders Toolkit. Very cool. So um, it's for those of you that, that may have picked up the, the second version or one of the earlier versions, it's just really kind of tightening up some of the emails and, and some of the content with it. Um, you, you actually have all the same content. It's just kind of shuffled around and it's telling slightly different stories. So, uh, And if you've been following along on the blog, it's all those latest things within there. So it's kind of some really neat stuff. That's been there is around. some learning happening and you see it in the uh, the process of evolving. So good on you for that. Yeah, yeah. so it's, I'm enjoying that. Um, some things are coming up. So, so in September, I'm releasing a free video um, training series. Excellent. So we're doing uh, four videos. And I'm going to be talking a lot about the games model, mm-hmm. uh, walking the path of a mindful leader. Um, so, so I'll have that in the notes, release notes, if people want to subscribe to that. And uh, so, starting September second, will be the first video. I would almost recommend charging a fee for that. This is valuable. Yeah, content. it's well, and I'm doing this all for free. This is a, for for four four videos, all this really cool content. So, and but it's leading into the actual launch, the next launch of the workshop. Right. So that's um, uh, which I'm planning to run at the end of September into October. Very cool. So, so it's kind of the lead into that. There, so yeah, sure. so I'm kind of looking forward to that. So uh, um, keep keep uh, keep an eye out for it. So our homework. Recap of what so we were working focusing on persistence, this idea of consistency versus inconsistency. So this idea of habits and rituals and routines. So Thomas, you had a uh, your habit was to start a regular meditation habit, and mine was um, uh, I was kind of continu- I was working on a habit of, the, of a, I guess a second meditation practice. So mm-hmm. I was working on that, but also this my Achilles heel of uh, potato chips. Indeed. You can't have just one. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, um, so, the, so basically, I was my my habit was to stop, to stop a habit as opposed to a start, which was kind of a juxtaposition, I yes. guess, with what you were doing, right? Yes. How ironic. So, so I'm curious on how your homework went. Well, thank you for asking. I would rather defer the conversation. And for the record, <laughs> folks, I actually did try to defer this conversation. But uh, Ron, as the true professional, held me accountable. So for the record, folks, uh, you get the ugly truth. And quite frankly, it was difficult for me. Um, I undercovered a few things uh, about myself that I find I still have a lot more to work on. Mm -hmm. Um, And the beautiful part of it is 
I have a lot more growth to go ahead with as well. So I have a choice that I had to make and realistically is to spend a lot of energy and time in delving into uh, the, the internal self and, and trying to figure out what's going on there and stare at the mirror. Um, some, uh, some of my predecessors would have called that navel gazing. Um, I think of it as a sound barrier. So uh, thinking back to the days of uh, early flight, uh, space flight, uh, Chuck Yeager is a guy who comes to mind. Um, the whole sound barrier was to, uh, to drive or to fly faster than the speed of sound, mm-hmm. Mach 1, I believe. And to get there, he had to go through this big cloud of interference and crazy stuff that was trying to tear the plane apart, and which is where I ended up uh, during my practice. The irony is once that boom came through and you were actually at that speed, it was very calm. So I'm still working to get through that barrier. Um, my take on it is to take it aside and work on that as a sidebar. Mm-hmm. Um, but as still though to understand that to do this as part of everyday practice, to maintain the productivity without getting too deep into the nasal gave as the case may be. Right, yeah. So, so really the, 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 the recap is you, you struggled getting into regular habit. Yes. Um, it, was, it was difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, basically some core learning there. So, so I think we're going we're gonna to park that for now because I think I want to go through some of the what makes a good habit. Absolutely. And then maybe we can kind of see, see okay, what, what learnings you can, we can kind of take from that and maybe take from, you know, you can, you can uh, comment after that. Okay. Um, the, my habit, so, uh, so the first one was, you know, the second meditation habit, end of day, I've really dialed that one in. So I'm, uh, I've, I, so to me, it's a true ritual now. Um, I, I don't think I've missed it in the last, you know, five or six weeks. Uh-huh. Um, just kind of working through that, so I'm, I'm quite pleased with that. You know, second ten minutes, second set of ten minutes. So I do twenty minutes in the morning, ten minutes at night. It's an admirable thing to do. Well yeah, done. yeah. So it, and it, and it's really what I what I what I found, and I guess in, in, it, it's very easy for me to add stuff to my habit stack. Mm-hmm. So I've I've kind of cracked the code for me. If if I want to, you know, to to introduce a habit. If I add it to my habit stack, it becomes very easy. Um, it's just part of what it is. So basically, oh, I have to get ready for bed. I have to go meditate. And it just starts that whole, you know, I get my eight hours sleep or seven and a half-ish, meditate in the morning, exercise, you know. So it, it's, there's this chain of events that occurs that it's, it just makes it very easy. See, the thing is, if you do it right, it's supposed to be easy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, but, but I think that's the idea of identity-based habits, right? To say, so... So, you know, I, I'm calling myself this mindful leadership coach, and well, uh, you know, a habit like meditation is is something that that well, I better be doing, <laughs> right? And and interesting, because I, I did I a couple months ago, I made this goal over the summer that I wanted to go deeper with my meditation practice. Mm-hmm. So so it was it was very easy to kind of to, uh, um, uh, and we'll probably do a sidebar on. on uh, or a bonus episode or something, but if there's just meditation itself. Um, there's some really interesting things that we can we can talk about. Um, but that aside, um, that that second that second habit, 
definitely nailed it. Now, congratulations. Well now, done. the Achilles heel is the potato chips, Indeed. right? Yeah. So, so let me talk about the journey. So, we, we made this. So, I, I could tell you were uncomfortable last time. When yes. We did this habit. Thank you for and, that, buddy. <laughs> and, and I was pushing your button. You knew it was coming and, and you, you, you held up to it, which is cool. Um, uh, and I thought, well, you know, I better come up with something that was, you know. Well, Ron, Ron is squirming right now as well. So <laughs> yeah, we're being exactly. very gracious So, this, so, so I made this thing, no more, no more potato chips. And it was more, it was kind of a, a two things, just to stop the junk food, right? But also that mindless eating in front of the TV was mm -hmm. kind of that, you know, because you, 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 you caught me off guard saying I couldn't replace it with anything. <laughs> <laughs> There's a caveat. The devil's in the details and there it is. Yeah, so... Because you're right, because it, it, that, that, that did happen in this, in this whole piece. So it took about, so here, here's a journey. So it took about a week to get it out of the house. So I had, I had grocery shopping, there was a couple bags of chips. And it was really interesting. One of the insights that I had in there is saying, you know, you know, the time, they talk about this thing called willpower, that you need willpower, yep. right? To, to, right? And the interesting thing is, you know, so um, during that week of I'm eating these chips and I made this commitment, it, it's it's not that you're not it's not it's not that it's not truly mindless like it you are aware okay I'm eating this thing and I feel like crap afterwards but I just don't care yes what's I, it worth to you <laughs> right I didn't care right so now the week went by you know got the chips right out of the house and it seemed at that point that's when the light switch went on for me so um I, you know I went because I went grocery shopping uh, on, on the Friday and I didn't buy anymore so I didn't bring it into the house, right? So it kind of made it easy to get. There's no more chips. Now there's other things that it's. You know, I have like gluten-free pretzels and crackers and a couple other things that that started substituting. A Which little are bit. still chips when you look. Well, at them. it's they don't make me feel like crap <laughs> with one. Um, so it. I, on the scale of healthier snack, I'm convincing myself they're a little healthier than chips. We want carrot sticks, <laughs> folks. That's the end result. Yeah, well, I, well, who knows? I don't know if I'll get there. But anyway, the um, but what I was doing with regards to this mindless TV eating was um, using a smaller bowl and uh, limiting it to once a day. And make sure you don't have wife, children who bring it into the house because you will Well, what's interesting out, so my daughter wanted the potato chips, right? So there is actually a bag of open up open potato chips that have been sitting in the cupboard for the last two weeks because she wanted them. And she had a bowl and hasn't touched them yet. And I haven't touched them. So I know from, from a potato chip perspective, that's done. Um, it's, it's not perfect yet. Right. Um, and to your point, it, I think it takes... It takes a while. Habits you don't figure it out in a couple of weeks, and, for sure. and so, right? So I, I think you know, I, um, I think some of the study anywhere you know, but a 60, 90 days to really kind of it, 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 if the commitment is there to keep going at it, right? So, so we want to, I guess, spend a little bit of time um, talking a little about, but habits overall, right? Yes. So, so how to start a new habit, how to end habits. So I'm, I'm really referring to a fantastic book by James Clear, uh, Atomic Habits. So he's got some really, you know, um, really practical ways, and, and it's to me, it's the it's the Bible of uh, of habits, and he's really um, uh, uh, kind of built upon the work of others, uh, mm -hmm. and he says it on his book uh, about the power of habit, and I think it's Charles Duhigg, uh, I think is the the author of that one, and um, uh, anyway, so he, he's kind of built on that, added his own flavor to it, uh, and it really comes down to four key things that he talks about. So the first one, if to do a habit, is to make it obvious, mm -hmm. 
right? So, so this is where you, you know, say if you want to do, you know, say running, you want to start a jogging habit. So, so you basically, you, you're kind of setting up your habit and your, your environment and the cues within that environment to, um, uh, to support you. Right. Well, you would engineer the environment for your success. Yeah, course. exactly. So, so it's the idea. So, if you want to do running, so basically, you know, and say you're going to do that, say first thing in the morning, you put your running shoes and your, say, your, your whatever your your track suit or whatever it is you're going to go running in, right next to your bed. So when you get up, put it on, and out you go. Right. So you're you're kind of setting it up, setting yourself up for success. Mm -hmm. the, the flip side of that is to make it invisible. So this is what I was doing with the chips. Okay. Right, right. To say, longer if they're not in the house, they're very easy not to eat. Well, they, you limit the options, and therefore <laughs> right, you can't do it. Right. So, so that you can. So it's there's the you know if you want to starting it, you know you make it obvious. But the flip side, if you're trying to stop something, you make it invisible. Okay. Right. So uh, a, a couple of things to, to make, kind of make it obvious is kind of committing to a very particular time. Um, so that you build the routine using implementation intentions. Uh, like if this happens, do this. Uh, adding it onto a habit stack. Right. Those are those are those are additional ways to. to so to the make other it part, and I'm sort of cut in, but this is I think something that's important is trying to attain something is a whole different ball of wax than trying to get rid of something. And I think that might be something that we can talk about here. As far as not eating chips, might be the obvious thing is moving to a different lifestyle that does not involve chips mm -hmm. so it's the positive intentions as opposed to thou shalt not have chips identity based exactly so that's where you get into the identity based habits right so it's not it's no longer behavior it's who you are as a person right right interesting okay so that's to make it obvious um the second law that uh um and from atomic um habits is make it attractive right so how do you make the habit um uh, there's 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 motivation to actually do it. So this way you can kind of build in rewards a little bit. Um, on the flip side is you have it make it unattractive. So you kind of reframe your mindset, right? So so for me in the chips piece was was really accentuating. I just felt like awful after eating this, and that would really kind of okay. I I'm. I'm thinking about like so just thinking about the chips now I'm thinking about that time you know I, I, I ate that bag and I just didn't feel well at all right so it's kind of in sense you know that changing that you know instead of oh okay chips the crunch the thing and the thing it's like oh my god I don't want to eat this thing it's so full of grease right so here here it is there, there is a US military euphemism for this it's called sticks and carrots yes so uh, everyone of course wants to have a nice carrot it, it, it guides you forward but nobody would like to receive the, the business end of the stick um, so in this case you want to focus on what works and uh, get rid of the stuff that doesn't yeah no, exactly exactly and the third law is make it easy, right? So how do you how do you make the habit easy for you? So you're reducing the friction, um, reducing the number of steps, uh, setting up your environment. So that's like you know setting your shoes up, um, uh, you know small making the making it really really simple. Um, uh, um, Limit, limiting options, I think, is probably a good way yeah. to summarize it, right? Yeah, automating it in some way so it, it, it's kind of built in, um, you know, and making it, you know, if, if, if there's this, you know, that this habit is to, um, 
you know, say become walk the path of a mindful leader. Well, I mean, that's huge. Well, how do we, how do we break that down? Well, we break that down into the 12 principles or the 12 measures. And we do that, you know, what do we do each day? You know, all the games model, <laughs> right? You know, so you kind of, you kind of, you kind of breaking it down that way. I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, uh, as far as making it easy, there are some CEO type folks who have uh, attained iconic status through this process. Steve Jobs, for example, had his uh, uniform of jeans and uh, and simple shirt. He didn't have to think every day as to what he's going to wear. Yeah. He wanted to focus on being a genius. Yeah. So by limiting the options of scratching his head in front of the closet, it's easy. He grabbed the jeans, he grabbed the shirt, and off he went. The uniform, right? Yeah, exactly. So it, it's it just makes the uh, limits the choices and it just makes it easy, right? Yeah, absolutely. And the flip side of that is make it hard or make it difficult, right? So how do you increase the number of steps? Well, okay, well, if I want chips and they're not in the house, I got to get in my car, I got to drive the thing, I got to go and then I got to feel guilty paying the money and then, yeah, <laughs> right? So so it's, you're just increasing the, the, the number of steps, right? Yep. The fourth law is to make it satisfying. So this is where you use reinforcement, uh, immediate reward, um, when you complete the habit or you, you, you do something about it. Um, the um, making, um, uh, you know, the habit tracker, so you know, the, the, yep. the tick mark, the don't break the streak. Accountability is very important. And there's the accountability well. piece too, right? So, so the idea of, you know, well, you know, we were, you know, this conversation between you and I, <laughs> that, that the world is listening on, and oh my God, there's an accountability factor. Ron too, is right? glowing right now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an important thing. He gets a gold star for his habits. So well there, done. There we go. Cool. So that's, so, and then the flip side of that is uh, make it unsatisfying. Right. So once again, um, I've heard I, 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 I don't get motivated with this, but I, I've heard, you know, people look, um, they, they, you know, they give somebody 20 bucks and they say, if I don't do that, don't give me the 20 bucks back. Um, so they kind of get negative reinforcement. Uh, Burpees, I think, are the best way. I've never done a burpee. <laughs> Try doing 20 of them. If you don't do it, Ron, I'm going to get you to yeah, do 20 burpees. burpees. Well, yeah, but I, I know some you know, people that, you know, the, the negative reinforcement yeah. is the flip side of that piece. Right. So, um so based on the habits piece, so what did we learn from a, from a habits perspective? So, so for me, it was the willpower uh, was really, really interesting of, of you know, not that, not that I wasn't aware. So it wasn't mindless, just didn't care, which I thought was a really interesting insight. That's deep. When, when you start looking back to what's in it for you, um, identity, rewards, um, this is this is a whole side conversation, I think. Yeah, okay, and, and I think it, we could probably you know we could spend hours talking about habits on our own and you know the, some some of these components. So, um, is it time to shift to the next? Uh, I would say we move week? forward. Yeah, cool. Sounds fantastic. So the next thing that uh, we're going to be talking about, our next mission, is about principles. Now I. Um, so this is the idea of integrity versus being incongruent, okay? okay. Um, uh, and it's really about raising your standards. And, and this one probably, it, um, I think back to, you know, um, you, know, when I, you know, when I first heard Tony Robbins' Personal Power 2 years ago, had got the CD program. Yep. <laughs> Embrace <laughs> your giant. <laughs> right, exactly, right? So, so one of the things he says there is, is he, you know, turning shoulds into musts. And this is where we kind of raise our standards for for who we want to be in the world, right? So instead of, well, these are all the things I should do, these are the things I must do. 
In terms of business, there's a nuclear facility not too far from us with checklists that say should and must. Yes. Uh, there is a very, very clear difference between both of them. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's a good, yeah, I didn't even thought about that. So, um, uh, so my journey with principles has been really quite interesting. So I know, um, uh, you know early on, I, I was really into things like manifestos. Um, I would write, um, you know, this is who I want to kind of be in the world, um, very, taking various principles. Um, that's really where the whole, you know, when I say used to, really the, the whole, this whole framework that we're working on with these 12, the 12 measures of mindful leadership is really an evolution of that, right? It, it's a way to being, um, uh, being integrity or being a person of integrity in the world is, is really kind of doing all of these things and looking at all from different perspectives. So this is Ron's version of being a rock star when he grows up. Of course, he well, says yeah, the yeah, rock star. Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. Who do you want to be when you grow up, right? So it's because it it really does come down to like from an integrity perspective. There's really two meanings uh, from uh, from integrity. So one is kind of being honest and having you know uh, um, being you know strong moral principles. And the other others the second part of it is is another meaning of integrity is um, being uh, whole. Right and, and and undivided. So so there's there's kind of this 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 two sides of it, right? To say, okay, there's a set of standards that I'm going to follow, um, and uh, I want to be you know the kind of this foundation. Well, it's present um, and being committed to your cause, right? Right, right. So that so that so because I think there's so many. I mean, I, I mean, we could come up with so many examples of you know people that are, you know they they say one thing but they they walk something else. Right, we we all have, and we 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 see that in, in in work. We see that in personal lives. We see that in politics. We see that in right all sorts of things where they say one thing but they really do another, and that and that's really being you know incongruent, right? So the the um, or we you know we we act one way in our personal lives and we act a different way in our professional lives. So it, it, we're 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 incongruent with our um, our behaviors. Well, this is where means and ends come to play. People will do a number of different things to find the means, but when it all boils down, it's the end that really yeah. comes out. And being yeah, and, and but I think it's it's interesting. I think the way the mind works, where where you know we all think that we're 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 we are we're you know we're, we're per people of character, we're people of um, you know being of integrity. But at an unconscious level, there's stuff going on <laughs> that pulls us in different directions. And even though, and it, it's almost we kind of fool ourselves into being uh, um, that we think we, you know, we say the one thing, but really the behaviors are different. So here's the thing: we all want to be the person that our dog thinks we are, but most of the time we're the ones that the cat thinks we are. Right? Yeah, well, they're two different people, right? That's interesting. Yeah, that's a, I like I like that I like that metaphor. Um, but yeah, you know, some 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 great examples of you know I think the um, the the auto, from the autobiography of Benjamin Franklin. Mm -hmm. um, he's probably one of the earliest examples of um, uh, you know, principles, and I think he's got like thirteen of them, and you know integrity, uh, temperance, uh, silence, order, resolution. He's got like there's this this list that he has, and I think it's and I remember being inspired by that, and that's where I ended up kind of creating my own type of, you know, what, what kind of means, means to me. And, and I think really that's what it, where, where we start getting into our homework is to say, okay, well, what is it, you know, it, you know uh, if, you're, if you're playing along here within, in the, you know, with the various 12 measures as, as we're kind of moving our way along, what you're actually, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of 
taking one of these principles and your 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 they're all different principles. So 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 kudos to you if you're doing that. Uh, but it'd be interesting this month. What is it that um, we want to kind of do based on what we've un- we've talked about from a principle perspective? What would be homework for us? Well, that's a very good question. And given our different experiences in how we define who we want to be and where we want to go. Um, being true to thine own self, I think, really is what this comes down to. And in business terms, it's success, business excellence, being the best version of you in a functional way. Right. And to do that, in my case, I think would be to take it down to measurable results, pull doors, uh, go back to basics in many instances and, right. and follow the process and trust in the process as well. Right, right. So, so what, what would that from an identity perspective help? Like, so, so how, do you, how do you know, um, is there a particular principle you're thinking of or a particular value that you might be thinking of or a, um, what's your thoughts? What are you thinking? Well, this comes down to, um, I'm kind of looking at the, the industriousness and the sincerity uh, I am prone to spy, sparkly, shiny things, yeah. um, and it's very easy to get sidetracked uh, with all sorts of different crazy projects that pull away from what is important. And, and when I look at my personal value system in this context, I, I need to be there to be the greatest version of myself in my business role so that I can be productive, in this case, making sales. Right. So to be true to that uh, does require a fair bit of industriousness, a lot of focus, uh, presence, mindfulness, being respectful of others. Right. So, so maybe, so may, so we may not figure it out here because I think we could, we can, you know, uh, do a lot, pull a lot of layers down to kind of going through. But maybe the homework is, and we're just from a suggestion perspective and challenge me on it. But it, it's. You know, identifying what those handful of, of value based on being that 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 person that professional person that you're looking at or you that you want to be identifying what those values are is that is that a first step or is there a particular one you want to nail in on well codifying it I think would be a, a good I already know what I need to do and it really comes back down to that habit stack being present enough every day to show up well, exactly. yeah, and to be there what's it, so it's almost like giving us a, a, that checklist to say okay have I done this 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 and this Right. Each day to say, okay, this is who I want to be in the world. Right? But is is that homework? That's a good question. I don't know. Is it? So are you doing that? Well, you want to do that? Because like <laughs> <laughs> well, we can, we can, we can, we can, you know, we can, we can, we can skate around it, or we can say, look, I'm going to be, I'm going to do this. Every day, whatever that is. Right? I'm feeling rather defensive right yeah, now. You are. Sir. I can tell you're squirming <laughs> in the chair. Well, here, prickly right? though. Yeah. Um, so no, I am not doing it as much as I would like to to be as uh, as productive as I can be. And uh, yeah, the homework is to is to really it's to focus on that. That's a vulnerability of mine that I have yeah. to address. Right. So I'd be interested. So so what you know. Um, so I'd be curious. Um, when we get together again, what you've come up with with regards to that to say, what is it? Is it a checklist? Is it what? What are the values you mean? Is it a manifesto? Is it a mission statement? Is it a? Is it, what, what would that thing be? Um, or maybe that's what part of the homework is just to figure what that out is. Because I mean, we'll I really we'll get into in the next podcast all of these you know, examples of manifestos and and, and um, um, but it'd be interesting to see what uh, what you come up with. Well. Um... I can look for secret sauce or I can look for purpose, and it's a very noble quest to do both. Um, 
to answer your question, I would like to take this back and come back next month with some answers. Cool. Whatever they may be. Yeah, exactly. I think there's. I think it values. It is something. Those things you need to ponder, right? And say, oh, wait a sec. Where am I? Um, you know, because it, it's going back to the conversation earlier. It's very easy. To, oh, yeah, I'm a person of character and integrity and whatever. Well, really, what does it mean? Like, what is what is walking our talk? Mean, Ron, not eating yeah. chips. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, right. But it could be more complicated than that, of course. Right. So, so my what I want to kind of <coughs> take take away is so I, I've rediscovered this this word, uh, gazellic, and it's a Dutch word. Gazellig, exactly. <laughs> so, so it's it's really um, uh, it's a word that has its. Uh, um, uh, the English translation for it, it, it means multiple different things. It's one of those crazy words that means multiple. And there's no direct English translation for it. But the, um, the Dutch use this word to describe moments of belonging and connection that usually involve others, but not necessarily. Because it can also just describe situations that are cozy, uh, inviting, and enjoyable. Flow, perhaps. Well, exactly. So this gazellic. So 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 our so for our conversations, um, uh, I find gazellic. So that there's that there there's that we have a connection. Warm and doing. fuzzy. Warm and fuzzy. Except right. when he's kicking. Well, no, but 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 I, I enjoy <laughs> that 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 you know that challenge. You enjoy challenge, and so to me, we create. You know, there's that that bond. It's kind of a gazellic. Right? We are friends. Right. Yes. Exactly. Right. So the. Um, um, uh, for me, that first sip of coffee mm. in the morning, right? So, so smelling that, just taking that pause, that's gazellic, right? Um, having friends over, barbecue night or playing cards or, or whatever, that, the, that camaraderie that, that happens, that's gazellic, right? And um, so I, 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 uh, I really love this word. I, I, kind I, of I really discovered yes. it, right? So, and being you know, um, uh, being Dutch background, I was you know, there, I, I, um, my latest blog post, I talk about a little bit about this. Saw that, and, and some of the um, uh, uh, the experience from my Oma that when I first heard this word, right? And um, so, for me, uh, I want to I want to kind of really embrace this word in who I am. Because I think it's I think it's really powerful. So so creating gazellic moments in my personal life, you know, with my family, uh, with my wife, uh, with my friends, right? And um, this idea also of in my work professional life, like how so in you know in, in when I, with my clients, in uh, in the community, in. Um, um, Working with uh, you know on the projects that I'm on, how do you create that gazellic moments where mm -hmm. where where um, in the real world, right? And I think that's a reward for your value systems being accomplished. It's a sense of comfort and it's a sense yeah. of satisfaction that comes. You get a chance to stop and smell that coffee, or you get a chance to really embrace a good conversation right. and that comes when you're comfortable with everything around you and you have a feeling of disarming satisfaction you can let your guard down for a little bit and just enjoy well, it's interesting yeah because I find I find I'm at the point in my, my mindful leader's journey where 
I'm, I'm taking, I'm lowering my shields. I may have, may have commented this in the past. So, so I find, you know, first part of my journey, it was, it was very professional, you know, achieving goal achievement and, you know, slogging it through and, and, uh, <coughs> excuse, excuse me. Um, you know, the, all about that achievement piece. Yeah. Then, and if I if I kind of think it, it was about that. How do I get my conscious unconscious? So that kind of the the how do I get my mind working well? So the relationship between myself and myself, <laughs> right, right. Um, the second dynamic that I've been working on is my mind body. So this is you know don't eat the junk food. This is really and that was really the, the last the last the last. I mean. Sugar I haven't had in, in years. Um, the you know so I'm working out regularly and you know so I, the, the mind body connection I've been uh, you know spending a lot of time on. I'm finding now it's that next piece where it's the myself others. Isn't so there? so here's the parallel universe is Star Wars and working on becoming a Jedi Master from a young Padawan. Now, of course, the danger, of course, is ending up looking like Yoda, but you're not going to care about it when everything's said and done. Um, it is a lofty ambition, and I, I've mentioned this before, and I think this comes to a point where you let, reach a level up, and it's an ascension of consciousness. Um, joking aside, it is a, a lofty aspiration to be that um, skilled, uh, where you have the mastery to be able to do what you're doing uh, without having to have questions. Um, and you can raise and lower your shields based on your confidence levels. Yeah. So, it, and really, it's, if I kind of take you know, the last the last two years or so, it's really been about you know lowering my shields, um, uh, being authentic, uh, which kind of led us to, to have these uh, conversations with the world, <laughs> right? And um, uh, but also that whole mind, um, uh, you know, being you know genuine genuine connections, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So my homework then is to uh, practice gazellic. What does that mean? Yeah. Well, I think it's kind of create those moments, right? So each day kind of take a look and say, okay, you know, see my, my journal, what, you know, what, what, how, how did I create a gazellic moment? Did I, um, you know, whether it's a connection with the kids, um, did I, you know, um, uh, with a, at a, in a meeting, did I, you know, did I take space to um, create, you know, being intentional with that, with that, creating those gazellic moments. Is it measurable? It, so, what, being one of those things, it, it, so it's, it, it, it's, I think it's measurable the, the fact that if I was able to, um, at least in, 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 from my perspective, did I create that gazellic moment? Now, you're interested. I can't really read other people's minds, even though I, I want to pretend that I'm a Jedi master. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm thinking of some mind tricks right now. But we'll just this never happened. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Keep going. Yeah. So um, yeah, but it's kind of. It, it, I mean, I, I think you can. You can. When, when you know, when we have an authentic conversation, absolutely, we both know. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. So I think. That, that's about as good as it gets. Well, rapport. Right? I mean, if you're talking in terms of business, you either have it or you don't, and you know it when you don't. Well, exactly. But I mean, but rapport could also be used from a manipulation perspective, right? So you could, you know, I, it's funny. I, I, I remember, and, and you just think of the, the you know, this, the the, uh, the car salesman. I remember, I remember walking in through, um, walking in when I was shopping for a car a few years ago. Walk in, and 
you know, they, they were doing all the, the all the tricks, you know, the yes set, you know, say getting getting you to oh, say small yes. Small closes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, how you like the weather today? Great. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. exactly. You know, oh, is, that, is that your car outside? Yeah, yeah. Okay, come on, guys. You, you know, so they're 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 attempting to build rapport, and they're, they're, you know, but it's 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 not gazelle. No, not by any means. And right. there's genuineness there as well. Yeah, well, the intention, right? Yeah, being genuine. Um, uh, you know, so I think it's empathy, it's compassion, mm-hmm. um, which I've talked about in the past, and, and I think both those are, are part of that. Where I used where I ended with my journey um, right now is where something I want to focus on. Very cool. So, so I think that's one of my homework. So I'll report back to what I what I've discovered with regards to that next time. We get so together. stay tuned for the Gazellic report, folks. Exactly. So um, I think yeah, I was going to sh- share some share some of the links of what we talked about in the uh, in the episode. Uh, Thomas, anything else that you want to add before we close off? Well, this has been a very interesting conversation, and I'm very grateful for the opportunity. And just to touch on it, we've known each other for a very long time, and to be able to have these conversations that sometimes go into unscripted territory, but we still come back feeling good about it, I think is something that. It's very treasured. So thank you for that. Oh, I have a bit of gazellic about that. Yeah, there you um, go. And uh, looking forward to next month. Exactly. Maybe too. So lots, lots going on. And uh, good luck on your homework. Thank you. I'll and, need it. And uh, and so your challenge uh, for our listeners here. So what 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 um, what's going to be your homework? So uh, what what can we hold you accountable to? Right. So kind of take that away. We've talked about principles. And uh, what principle have we kind of touched on here that you may want to work on in the next month? And, uh, and if you're brave enough, you can send us an email or a message oh, and, and, and let us know. Where so. to take this is, is a plethora of directions yeah. and uh, take the high road, I believe. Um, I think it's the best way to, to go about Very this. Very cool. Way. Anyway, everybody have a fantastic month. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks very much to Contemplate. And uh, as always, uh, feel free to subscribe. Comments are welcome. And uh, we enjoy the path with you. Absolutely. All the best. Bye-bye.